The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. Three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, I have a very special guest. Jennifer is in the building. How you doing, Jennifer? I'm well. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. It's Monday. Um, I work for a school during the daytime, and things have been kind of hectic because, uh, you know, all the new corona stuff that's been happening. But, uh, you know, <laughs> we getting through it. How about you? Wow. Uh, it's just been quiet, quiet Monday. Um, because of COVID, I'm not working this week. So I got you. I'm off. How, how was your holidays, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, they were cool. They were okay. You know, I had to stay home because of COVID and stuff. Well, my family got to travel. I had my uncle coming here to, uh, from the Dominican Republic, and we spent New Year's together. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad uh, things are going well for you. Um, I just need to let the folks out there, if you are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. Then we'll jump into the Wheel of Fate. Um, do a little exercise afterwards and then finish it off with a few closeout questions. Sound good to you, Jennifer? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, my very first question for you is how have you been in general? Like, I know I asked how you've been lately, but, you know, I would say in the past couple of years, you've been doing great, you've been doing good. How you been? I've been doing good. Not great. I've been doing good. Um, I just graduated college. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. I graduated in December of 2020. Uh, I've been working. I I am a clerk at a courthouse. Um, yeah, just looking for a new job now. Hopefully to get a new one for more money, of course. I hear but, you. But <laughs> yeah, I've been good. It's been, you know, life, I guess. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, well, yeah, congratulations on graduating college. And um, I got to ask. Was it what you expected, you know, before you went to college or did it have any surprises for you? No, um, I'm not going to say it's what I expected, but I wasn't surprised by anything. You know, I always heard that professors don't really care about your grades and stuff. And I'm like, oh, OK, like they don't care. It's like it's my job to get good grades. Professors are not going to be on top of me. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, it I don't know. I was pretty disciplined. Um, getting out of high school, I was like, uh, on my discipline. But once I hit college, it was pretty okay for me. I was working and in school. so. Hey, I mad yeah. respect to you because that is one thing I could not do when I went to college. Um, yeah, I think I was a better student definitely before college. <laughs> and yeah. uh, when I got in, it, it, it kicked my butt, you know? I, um, yeah. The discipline, my discipline was tested, and I think I definitely failed. But you know, it's all a part of learning, learning in life. Uh, but for sure. Um, and then, so we'll jump into some warmer questions. The first one is, what would you like the audience to know about you? Oh wow, good question. I mean, um. I am a very outgoing person. Um, I can seem pretty shy at first. I can come off as shy and like really kept to myself, but I am the most talkative person you could ever meet in your life. Sort of that. Sometimes I won't shut up. Even at work, I talk too much. 
I got you. I got you. I'm I'm very talkative too. Hence, you know, creating a podcast. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so why why do you think people think you're shy? Like, is is there anything that you feel like um, maybe that it comes off that way? But then when they really get to know you, you know, you start to open up a little more. Yeah. Um. Uh... I've realized that in order for me to like make friends and get to know people, those people have to make the effort to get to know me. I won't go out my way to get to know people. Um, so, and once like, uh, for example, I was working at McDonald's and I um, I became friends with this girl, but she was always wanting, wanting to get to know me. You know, she always asked questions and stuff. I was very shy at first, but once um, I got to know her a bit and she opened up to me, I was like, you know what, this is my friend now. So I just started talking so much to her. So yeah, that's I guess that's why I'm very reserved at first, but once I get to know the person and their intentions and stuff, I become like, you know, very talkative, and I open up. I guess, yeah. That's how I got you. I got you. Well, um, for for you, I guess, how would you know when someone either earns that trust from you, or you start feeling comfortable around around them? Like, it doesn't have to be like every person does the same thing. But do you have an example, or does something come to mind when when you think of that? Yeah, I mean. You know, when I feel like a person uh, trusts me with some of their personal stuff, their personal experiences, I'm like, you know what, this person trusts, uh, obviously has trust in me. Let me return that as well, if that makes sense. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's like so a little a little give and take, you know? Um, yeah, pretty so much. I got yeah. you, I got you. Would you agree that people bond over tough times sometimes? I know for, for myself... Um, you know, sometimes with coworkers, we bond yeah. over having like bad management, and we're like, you know, we all kind of got to suffer together, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, um, yeah, I agree. Like, I think a lot of people can bond over tough times. You know, definitely things that they have in common, and that's how at work I bond with. I started bonding with my coworkers. Um, yeah, some things we just started talking. Like when they used to mention some things, I used to be like, "Oh God, me too." And yeah, 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 how- happens every time with me with like music. Most of the time, yeah. you know, it's like, "Oh, you listen to that too," uh, I- and then we get into it. <laughs> and Netflix shows too. What's that? Sorry. And Netflix shows too, or Hulu. Yes, stuff. yes. Uh, anything you you've been on lately? Because I'm always looking for new shows. What anything you could recommend off the top of your head? Shameless. Shameless. Have you watched Shameless? It's it's been recommended to me before. Uh, but if if in a nutshell, how would you describe that show? Uh, you know, because I know it's it's a it's a little. I don't know. It's about criminals who aren't criminals, right? Like, go ahead. You, you let me know. Okay. No, they are criminals. They are. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this like um crackhead father in the south side of chicago but it's it's different because you know you always see like the people of color in like crime areas and like the hood but this time you get the white people the side of the white people in the hood so i thought it was different it was creative it was cool so yeah for sure i'll I'll definitely check it out um i know it's been going on for a while now and I, I know I like the uh, the dad is is a good actor. I've seen him in other stuff. Amazing! <laughs> I love him. All right, for sure. I'll go check it out. Uh, moving on to the second warm up question. 
Uh, if I were to do something in your honor, a way to express your energy, what could I do? A way to express my energy, oh God. Um, uh, don't draw a portrait of me, I'll definitely say that. Um, <laughs> okay. I, oh God. Hmm, probably write the most memorable thing I've ever said and put it in a frame, I guess. <laughs> I got you. I've, I yeah. had another guest who told me the same thing was to uh, get people who are close to them to, to write their favorite memory or favorite quote and then yeah. like have it together in a mural. So, yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, now we know what we could do in your honor. <laughs> uh, and my last question for you in the warm up is on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? Um, I want to say a five. Five? Okay. What? What? Why five? Um, I'm still trying to get to know myself. Um, I've been going through this journey for about a year and a half now, just trying to get my, to know myself, knowing what I want, knowing what I need, knowing what I can't take, uh, knowing what I won't take at all. So yeah, a five. I'm still going through that journey right now. Honestly. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Uh, you mind me? Mind me asking what's one thing that you figured out for yourself that you just can't take i can't take uh people who are not constant hmm. what do you mean by that yeah go ahead um uh, when i recently lost like a friend uh we're not friends anymore so I was holding, she wasn't constant in our friendship. I was trying to hold on to it, to our friendship because we had known each other for so long. But I know that I don't like people who are not constant in like in any kind of relationship, a family member, a lover, anything. So I, after our friendship ended, I realized that, yeah, that's just something that I won't take no matter how much I love a person. If there's, if you can't be constant with me, that is just, yeah. I just, I got you. I just feel so terrible because I think I'm that inconsistent friend, you know? Oh. <laughs> and I always justify it to myself to, to tell folks, yeah. like, you know, it might not be all there all the time, but when I'm there, you know, yeah. I'm putting my whole energy into it, uh, into our relationship. But um, yeah, no, no, I, I got you. I got you. I think, I know there's been friends around me who, who luckily they haven't cut ties with me, but in the same vein you know folks weren't consistent with them and you know they were just like well i'm not gonna waste my energy on that um yeah. so yeah. i got you uh and then my other question is what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality oh god that i'm so bubbly honestly <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of energy yeah. Or... yeah a lot of energy for sure i I like to smile. I like to talk. Um, like I said before, and yeah, I'm very bubbly in that sense. And uh, another thing I like I like about my personality is I'm very open-minded. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm always willing to like listen to people. So, was uh, yeah. your open-mindedness something that you, that you feel like you kind of was already had growing up, or was it something that kind of had to like, you know, a flip had a switch in your mind to be open-minded? Uh, a flip has switched honestly I wasn't really open minded before I was always like it's either my way or no way but like the more I grow the more I see that it's plenty of different ways it just doesn't have to be my way 
I got you. I got you. All right. Well, um, before we move into the Wheel of Fate, there's this new thing I'm trying out, and uh, I want to see if you're down for it. Um, so I'm going to put up this timer, mm-hmm. 34 seconds on it. Uh, it's going to okay. be a, a word association game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just got to say the first thing that comes to mind after I say a word, and then <laughs> we'll go through it. <laughs> uh, okay. There's... What you're basically essentially doing is trying to see how many you can get through and set the record. Um, And then so when I talk to my next guest, I'll be like, well, the record is 11 things, you know. (laughs) Uh, But here we go. In three, two, one. Love. Partner. Happiness. Smile. Family. Loving. Friends. Acquaintances. God. First. Money. Um, bills. People. Important. Sorry, I heard the the gong sound in my head on, on my end. But what was the last one for people? Important. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you for for that. Uh, for participating in my exercise <laughs> and you you got one two three four seven seven um seven words down so that's the record for now uh, okay. <laughs> so you said people important mm-hmm. yeah what do you mean by that okay. oh i think people are crucial you can't live without them like you might want to isolate yourself sometimes but you need people in your life you need to socialize. Mm, I gotcha. Uh, what, what do you think is a... Uh, for people who... You know there's people who just hate other people. <laughs> uh, what, what would you kind of tell them to, to maybe open their minds up a little more? Uh, you know, creating connections, having or being social. I mean, you know, there are people that hate other people, but I don't believe that they hate other people, honestly. Okay. Because, like... You had parents at one point. You probably had siblings. You can pretend that you hate other people, but you you probably get annoyed easily, which that's why you say it. But yeah, I, I don't believe that they hate other people, honestly. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, we made it to the Wheel of Fate portion of the interview. You see it pop up right there. Uh, we're going to give it a spin. And just as a reminder, there are an easy, medium, and hard level. So whichever way you'd like to flow, we'll go that way. And the first number is number 12. Okay, you can pick easy, medium, and hard. Okay, we'll start with easy, and then we'll work our way. Uh, The first one is, do you believe in aliens? No. No, not at all. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> tell, tell, tell me more um, what do you think is out there if, if anything if not if anything that's cool uh, probably nothing honestly I'm more of a factual person if I don't see it I don't believe it yeah okay um, for sure yeah I there's probably there's probably aliens because we need life in other planets but I have to see it to believe it okay okay <laughs> I gotcha <laughs> yeah. I mean that I feel like I've met more people that do believe just because it's just like a 
you know, we don't, I, when you say facts, we have the facts that they don't exist right now, but it's also like a, we don't have facts that say they don't because we haven't been out there yet, but I feel right. you. I feel you. <laughs> I don't know how I see it. I got you. I got you. Um, so, well, in that case, like, in our, what do you think of the universe? Like, it's, you know, forever expansive. Um, is it worth going out there? Let me ask you that. It's definitely worth going out there. I mean, if you believe it, you should go out there and see what it's, you know, what the universe has in store for us besides Earth. Yeah. <laughs> You, uh, what do you think of like parallel universes? Because that's that's one thing that I kind of think about sometimes is mm-hmm. since the universe is forever expanding. Could it yeah. be that we have these parallel universes and all that stuff out there? Mm. Not really. No. <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I'm I'm just I'm trying to just see you know what what you, what you think of what what could be out there, but yeah, I yeah. am pretty practical i guess no 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 for sure i feel you um <laughs> we'll uh we'll give the wheel another spin okay. see what we come with but yeah i mean aliens would be a trip i, I just wish i would see it in my lifetime probably not in our lifetimes right. it, would be, it would be cool yeah <laughs> uh, so we got number 18 okay. uh you still want me to choose easy medium yeah. hard okay we'll just go up and down uh so okay. 18 medium is how has racism affected you? Oh, good one. Um, I have not experienced racism blatantly in my like, like I've seen blatant racism, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one time when I was working at McDonald's doing the night shift, of course, and then someone came up to me and said that me, I, I was the only like dark skinned woman um, there. And they, that person pretty much came up to me and said, You and your people deserve to live in a neighborhood like this. Damn. You know, deserve to rot in a neighborhood like this and I'm just like okay like I, like, I get it you're a racist whatever um I guess that was the only time I ever experienced like blatant racism other than that I can't really speak about another time I got you yeah I mean that's that's pretty fucked up and I think that's a good example of of experiencing it um <laughs> it was just crazy for me because I was just like seriously like you don't have anything else to do with your life that's what I be thinking. I, I really be thinking when when people just want to. Well, anytime someone tries to put out negative energy, I'm right. just thinking like, damn, like, how how have you been hurt to to want to do this on purpose? Right. You know? Um. <laughs> well, on the topic of racism, do you think anything can be done about it? Honestly, I don't mean to sound pessimistic or anything like that, but I don't think so. I think that I was talking to uh, my boss uh, around like a few months ago, probably maybe over a year ago, but um, we talked about racism and it's like, I don't mean to get all philosophical and stuff, but it's like almost everyone has a racist bone in their body, which could be called racism, but it's like people are, are always going to act different with someone who doesn't look like them 
mm. if that makes sense. I feel like when you are so sequestered in a group of people, you are going to act or treat other people different because they're not part of your group of people, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, no. It, it does. It does. I think it's like a little bit of animal instinct, right? Because when we see animals kind of size each other up, like dogs, cats, whatever, um, they, they really do. It's like that judgment phase of you know, trying to figure out, are you cool? Or are you not? <laughs> are you with me? Or are you not? But yeah, I mean, I like to be optimistic. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I, I don't know how it can be done. You know, if I ask this question for myself, I just think about, you know, could we get on the same page? And honestly, this is, <laughs> it's, it's funny we had the aliens question come up because I think it would be aliens that would kind of have to break human humankind down and be like, well, we're actually all the same versus exactly. these people that are outside, you know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it'd have to be like a catastrophe or like this, these new beings come out for, for humans to kind of realize no we are earthlings and that's what we are <laughs> we're not we're not separated <laughs> by countries um no, I, I think until people understand that there's only one race which is the human race um you know they racism is always going to exist obviously until we come to that conclusion because i guess maybe a lot of us are sequestered and well yeah well you're white and you're black and you're asian and you're latino and you're this and you're that and you're this and you're that and just so many labels that we're never going to come to like one you know the more labels we create the more separation the more division we have it's 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 almost impossible to me too because so like i i know the differences that we have between cultures and ethnicities um right. and we have this thing of like taking pride in that stuff right like you know i'm proud proud to be filipino and but that doesn't mean that like you know i can't be proud that you know there's a country out there working on renewable energy like trying to save the world uh even though it's not the philippines um and and also that like the the culture or where the idea of racism comes from i think is just too deeply rooted in a, in a lot of cultures of like or just the idea of I'm better than you are for whatever reason is like everywhere and uh, I, I think that's <laughs> I think it's hard to break that notion right now I know like I said probably not in our lifetimes but I'm hoping yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah it's, it's so hard I mean we're, we're humans you know we're different all of us the way we think it doesn't matter we have the same thoughts we're different some way somehow so and I, I guess we're, we're really focused on the differences and the similarities that we have so yeah yeah it's well what do you think like with your with your culture like you said you were dominican yeah. me wrong. um what have you seen in your culture that is similar in other cultures um, uh, well, I always, I always think about this. Like when I think of some of the things that we practice in our culture, like the cooking, we're really similar to that with Africans or, um, dancing again, Africans and stuff. So, um, what other things, um, there were some similarities that I did find with some of white cultures, some of Asian cultures and stuff. Like for example, there was just 
some similarities. I don't remember because I was always trying to think, oh my God, like I'm Latina, like I'm mixed with so many different cultures, like mixed together. It's like my culture is like a melting pot of all the races and cultures, if that makes sense. But for sure. Yeah, like for me, most of my culture is African culture. I got you. I got you. Um, damn. I had another question, another follow up question, but I got I got lost in your answer, so that's my bad. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, move on. Oh, actually, it came back up. Uh, okay. I was gonna ask you what what did you major in? Yeah. I, I majored in criminal justice. I am looking forward to go uh, to law school. Are you uh, looking to be a lawyer? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Are you gonna have a like a specialized, you know? I guess it's a specialized practice. I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, yeah, I pretty much want to do um, focus on criminal and uh, civil litigation. I I want to be a prosecutor. So yeah. Got you. Do uh, you mind me asking what inspired you to, to pursue or go into that career? Uh, what inspired? I was I was new. I wanted to be an attorney um, ever since I was younger. But uh, being here, going to a school of criminal justice and stuff, it just sort of reassured me of what I wanted to do. Um, and I I was always into criminal stuff. You know, I was I thought at one point I wanted to be uh, an investigator, mm-hmm. uh, detective. Um, but then I realized I don't want to be a police officer. Gotcha. So I said, you know what, laws. I'm probably going to become an attorney and become a prosecutor. Um, and then I interned at the district attorney's office in Manhattan. And I was just like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. I love it. I love working with the prosecutors. It was amazing. And yeah. You fell at home. That Yeah. That's a, that's a rare thing to find when you, you know, people are looking for careers. Um, I know you don't know me that well, but I've had 17 jobs in about 12 years. And, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that feeling of home is rare to find sometimes, but it's good. I'm, I'm happy for you that you find a place that you feel like you can grow and, and make a difference. Um, and that, I think that's, you know, that's why I work in schools now is because that's where I feel like I'm home. Uh, but so you, I was going to ask for becoming a detective, you have to be a police officer first? Yes, or in some other instances, you could go to an academy and like become a private detective. Mm-hmm. Is is what's the, what's the difference between private and like you? If you know, I guess for okay, so you have a detective who works for the NYPD. Like I live in the city, so I'm gonna give that example. You have a detective who works for the NYPD, but then you have detectives that work for private companies mm. instead. But I don't think that those detectives that work for private companies can get involved in criminal cases. They can only get involved in like civil cases. Gotcha, gotcha. That's how it works. Because I, I have thought about how, what that process is like. You know, being a private eye. You know, watching those kind of shows and stuff. So, I, th- I think you're. That's more the civil version, right? Private eyes. Yeah. They have their own practice. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm also. I don't think I ever wanted to be you know a cop or in in the criminal justice system but i am a big fan of svu <laughs> and <laughs> is it as big out there that as i think it is because i know it's based in new york so like are like new yorkers kind of into it or are they kind of over law and order <laughs> uh, i've never ever in my life watched a law, uh, law and order episode honestly <laughs> 
that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have, yeah. I have an idea. I think it's because I'm not from New York, where it like you know, <laughs> totally wraps me into that world. It makes me think that's how it is. <laughs> but I got you. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, move on to the next question. Uh, so there's one thing I didn't get to ask you before, but I am curious. Is there anyone that you feel like could participate in this interview? Like, if I gave you a question, you could hit some woman up and be like, Hey, on, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I gotta ask you this deep question because we're on this show right now. If not, it's cool. I'm just wondering. Uh, not right now, no. Okay, gotcha. It's pretty late right now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Out there. laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, we got number five, and we'll move on to hard level and i don't know these these questions are pretty subjective to what i think would be hard or you know easy and stuff so maybe this isn't hard for you but have you ever been bullied yes um um i was bullied um from the all throughout middle school um i am an immigrant i immigrated here um when i was eight years old and you know english is a second language i think that a lot of kids saw me as like a weirdo like oh my god here comes this girl who doesn't know any english and every time like i tried to even speak the language it was just so difficult for me to express myself and i was just like bullied all throughout um middle school damn i'm sorry you had to go through that uh you know i've been bullied as well before uh, and you know I've had the fortunate um, experience to actually have my bully you know many many years later we actually talked it out and he kind of like you know he apologized and it was an interesting experience um, but for you how would you say the bullying you know maybe left an impact on you um built some character on me um, in terms of you know, uh, yeah, they're pushing you around. Yeah, they're, like, doing these things for you. But what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, what am I going to do about these kids picking on me because of my language? So I decided to um, keep my head up, you know, do what I had to do. And, yeah, been like that ever since. Did you ever get a chance to, to confront your bullies or, you know, maybe when they say fight back you know oh um no i never got a chance to confront my bullies i think it was just like you know one of those middle schools immature things that happened um but no actually my bullies left the school after a while so. oh, that's good yes gotcha. yeah. for sure for sure did you have any um like people kind of try to stick up for you at all or was it basically uh, yeah, I have some people like just telling them like to leave me alone and stuff, and those are the people that I became friends with. So yeah, I guess that that's the other side of getting bullies. You, you actually find people uh, to, right. to connect with. Uh, yeah, but for sure, for sure, and we're gonna <laughs> give the wheel another spin. Okay. We're, uh, how are you feeling so far? Feeling good or nervous? No, not nervous. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so we got number 14, and I'm going to go back up to medium for this one. Okay. What is your pet peeve? 
people who bite their nails. <laughs> well, why that? <laughs> oh God, I used to always bite my nails when I was younger, and uh, I thought it was such a bad addiction. Um, mm. Because you know, so many germs. I'm not a germaphobe, but it's like so many germs that you're bringing inside your body after you just touch so many things. So it's just like, oh, please don't bite your nails. <laughs> I got um, you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I don't think. Have you ever like seen people do it in like in front of you or in public? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. That, <laughs> that's something I've never seen. I thought it would be something people, you know, they they try to do it when no one's watching or <laughs> yeah, oh, in private. No. <laughs> they will do it. On I was on a date yesterday, and he was biting his nails, and oh. I'm like. Yeah, no. but <laughs> An ins- instant red flag. <laughs> red flag. I was like, oh my god! And like, I told him, like, please stop biting your nails. Like, that's really and he tried to stop, but I think he was really addicted to it. So it was just like, okay, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But well, was it a good date? Well, up until that point. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no second chances. <laughs> um, no. Okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So uh, on the flip side, what is like an admirable trait that you find in other people? Um, an admirable trait. I think there's a lot. I I I really admire people who um are open minded. Um, I admire people who don't just oh, how can I put this who don't belittle other people mm-hmm. that's you know like sometimes you are more likely to say oh just because this person looks some sort of way you're just like oh I don't want that person next to me so but I really like people who talk to anyone you know who don't just think they're on top of the world and stuff so yeah I got you. Yeah, no, that that's a. I would say, you know, one of my pet peeves is when like, I I understand when people need to vent sometimes about other people, but then after that, I feel like if you're gonna keep bringing that person up or just talking bad about them, yeah, right. It's just like, well, I mean, <laughs> is it really them, their problem, or is it your own yeah. problem about them? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on to to the next question. You got number eight. Going back to easy, and this one is: What does the perfect day look like for you? Oh, the perfect day. Um, walking around the park, having some some dinner after or before. Um, getting to know each other, making jokes. Um. Yeah, that's what the perfect date looks like for me. I'm not really like one of those fancy stuff type of girls, so I'm just you know go with the flow. I got you. It's more about the connection, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's definitely more about the connection. Yeah. I got you. On a on like a less date note, will in your for yourself, if you're gonna have a perfect day just for you, mm-hmm. what, what would that look like? 
Um, uh, can I describe the entire day for you? Oh, yeah. yeah I was actually going to say morning, noon, and, and night. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so in the morning, I would wake up, uh, go for a run. Um, then, you know, come back home, shower, um, make my breakfast. I would then go pick up some coffee and stuff, go for myself for a walk to the park. Uh, there's a beautiful park near me. So, yeah, I would probably do that. Um, then I'll probably do some shopping because the perfect day always has shopping. Um, do some shopping, buy some food, and I would, you know, probably call my mom right after because I can't go a day without talking to her. Um, call her right after, you know, talk, catch up, and then I'll probably come home and watch some romantic comedies. For sure, for sure. That's the perfect day for, for me. I gotta ask, what's your secret to like actually want to run? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, I think it's just beautiful to go outside on a beautiful day. I think it's nice to go outside and yeah, and I, run and yeah. I, I ask because I I hate running and um you know I'm trying to find <laughs> and for me it when I run I've, I've run before I've trained for like trying to run for a marathon. And but I stopped afterwards, and like now I'm trying to yeah. run again, and it yeah. sucks. And I'm like, you know, I know it's gonna take time for me to like feel good about it again and feel confident. I think sometimes running is like how confident you feel that <laughs> you know you could be running out in public and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> yes, but look, I take it as this: um, take advantage that there's sun. It's sunny outside. Take advantage of the beautiful day. In the morning, preferably because there's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just based on the day, honestly. Like if it's like really cloudy and stuff, yeah, don't go for a run. You probably don't feel motivated to do it. <laughs> you mentioned calling your mom every day. Uh, yeah. Pretty tight with, with your family. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty tight with my mom. Um, I think I learned my lesson. Uh, as a little girl, you know, teenager rebelling against her mom and stuff, so. Uh, I just became tighter with my mom. She's like my best friend, so yeah. Are you uh, an only child? If you... No. Oh, um, no. I have siblings from my dad's side. I am an only child for my mom and dad, but I have two half sisters, two step brothers, and some uh, siblings from my dad's side. For sure, for sure. Uh, you like for me? I don't. I, I grew up an only child. Um, and I think when I was younger, it was easier to kind of like stay close with my family. But as we've gotten older, it's been getting harder. Um, mm-hmm. Or for you, do you feel like, you know, growing up with your family, it's harder to stay connected as you get older? Or you guys have been able to keep that same level of connection? Um. Well, growing up for me, it was kind of uh, difficult because I didn't really have a good relationship with my sisters. I got so. You. We like all lived in the same household, so it was really hard. I guess it's because we all shared one room, and that's I was like, no, that's like a no no. That's I difficult, really, <laughs> it's difficult. So, um, yeah, we do keep in contact sometimes here and there. They move, they both moved out for college and stuff, so we keep in contact here and there. I am pretty tight with my family in the Dominican Republic, so yeah. Would you yeah. say, oh, sorry, what was that the last part? No, I was gonna say we kept that bond. Yeah. For sure. I was gonna also ask, um, how how close do you feel to your roots? Uh to your Dominican roots? 
Um, I feel pretty close. I think my biggest issue is that I assimilated into this culture. Uh, same, um, same here. Same here. <laughs> I assimilated so deep into this culture. I mean, um, Jesus, I feel like I every time I talk Spanish, I, an accent comes out. Like, mm. one of those American accents come out and it's just so annoying. I think, oh my God, what happened to me? It happened to me, you know. But I feel pretty close to my roots. Um, it's just, you know, I'm super Americanized now. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to remain super close. No, no, I, I hear you. I don't even know how to speak my, my language. Uh, and that's that's one of my biggest strikes in the eyes of my my parents and and uh, the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was I was born there too, um, but I and I came here when I was I was four, so it, yeah. it kind of flew over my head at, at some point. I understand it, but I can't speak it. But uh, it gives me like this identity crisis where when I go to the Philippines, they don't really see me as a Filipino because I'm American as hell. And then when I come to, you know, America doesn't see me as an American. So I'm like in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> oh, my It's like, what do I got to do to prove myself to, to the people in the Philippines? That I'm Filipino. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's something where a lot of immigrants, uh, especially children of immigrants, probably go through is because, you know, they're new here and there's going to be new back in their motherland. And it's just like, yeah. uh, who, wh- what am I really? And um, the whole idea of just being a part of the human race or being an earthling, I think that's why I gravitated t- towards it so much is because like I'm not claiming American or Filipino. It's just like... I'm just here on earth <laughs> right, you're just living you're just human that's it yeah yeah <laughs> um, you're trying to survive like everyone else I know I know um we got about 10-15 minutes left in the podcast uh just wanted to thank you again for for stopping by I hope you're having fun it's been great on my end I am yeah it's been pretty cool for sure here we go with uh, another spin Number 22. I'm going to go down to medium for this one. And uh, it is, what do you think of cancel culture? I don't like cancel culture at all. Um, I think it is uh, very detrimental to people, I think. Especially people who, do, who you hold like, um, higher than others. Uh, for example, um, it's... I'm just going to throw his name out there, Kanye West, you know? Um, I think people were so quick to cancel him in some sense. I don't think he's canceled, but whatever. Um, People were so quick to cancel him without actually understanding some of the things that he says and actually, like, thinking critically on the things that he says. Um, I think we're so quick to cancel people for a mistake that they did probably, like, 30 years ago in their life. You know, you want to cut their paychecks, you want to cut their lifestyle just for something that they did 30 years ago, you know? Um, I think that also, you know, like something that they did 30 years ago, which was normal for them back then versus now, which we know it's not normal anymore. And, you know, they apologize and stuff. We don't need to cancel them for it. So, um, yeah, I think it's just one of the worst things that have happened to us right now. 
yeah it's a it's one of those things that give me a headache um because there's a part of me that that wants justice to be served you know like you know you do something wrong even maybe if it was like a long time ago you know maybe you should still be held accountable for that Mm -hmm. um but i also get what you mean by like oh it was the 90s and you know that was just a joke that we could say back then versus what we could say now and (laughs) um i don't know if you ever heard it explained this way but someone told me it's like you know trying to give someone a ticket for speeding when the speed limit was different like 10 years ago it's like oh now it's this so here's your ticket and it's like what? <laughs> that was a while ago <laughs> i love that one yeah it just doesn't make any sense yeah it's a, uh, it's tough i I, th- I think people get empowered by it too like you know they when when people are seeking validation it's like right. You know, it's like, oh, I hate this person. Don't you hate them too? Because of this, and then it's like, oh yeah, and there's it, it builds people up. And I think, right. yeah, that's that's one of those things about like wanting to be a part of something bigger in human nature yeah. that that maybe can work against <laughs> uh, right. positivity. Yeah. Um, Cause that social media lifestyle, I just dude, I think social media gave too much to cancel culture, like too much spotlight to it. And if, I am so sure that if we didn't have social media, we, we would have never had cancer culture. So. The yeah, the access to to those words, because like I'm thinking in the past that mm-hmm. m- maybe there were groups of people that hated other people, but it was very like within that town or within that city. But right. now that like you can say it, and then it's you, everyone hears it, and it's like well, it's easier to to get that support yeah. for for that stance. Um, yeah social media is tricky are you are you excited about the metaverse you know the the whole VR world that it seems like that's gonna be the next thing in in technology what do you mean the metaverse it's it's gonna be this thing where um, well the reason why it's big is cause it's uh, Mark Zuckerberg the dude from Facebook who's behind it and he's going to be creating or not creating but He's pushing out the alternate or the virtual reality stuff um, mm-hmm. to be the next the next social media thing, and like, yeah. So <laughs> I can see it in your face that it's not for you. Um, not, yeah. Yeah, I, but I honestly think it might be what's going to be coming up for for the kids in middle school right now, and as they get older, that's going to be their world. Um, yeah. 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 So that's that's another example of like you know what was happening um and not agreeing with it it's it's hard for me because i think that like it's a part of getting older where i i see these changes happening and i'm like no i, I want it to be the same i want it to be you know human interaction yeah. uh, but then you know the kids are just like this is where we're going with it uh sorry old you know old folks you, you can have you can have your conversations in person we'll, we're gonna take it to virtual reality but yeah i think i think that's just what's gonna happen soon yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean there's because they're even selling real estate in, in those things and you know that that's for me what people have been talking about is like you know you should pick up some virtual reality real estate because that's gonna be worth a lot of money one day <laughs> Good one. I never thought about that. <laughs> but 
I mean, that, that's that's one thing you could think about. Like, if you want to take advantage and get right. some real estate right now. <laughs> um, I think we got time for, for one more spin. Give it okay. a shot. We got number 20. Okay. And we'll go hard. Okay. What? When was the last time you felt left out? Currently, I feel always left out um, because of the dynamic that I have in my family, like my sisters and I and stuff. But I think I'm the one that puts myself in that position, to be honest. I kind of like stand offish just because of our childhood and stuff and the things that we all went through. Um, so, yeah, I just I feel left out when like my sisters always come to visit and stuff. Mm. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, thank, thank you for sharing. I know it's not always easy to talk about these things. Uh, all right. Well, before we head out to, to the closeout questions, I um, wanted to do one more exercise with you. It's called the 34th mantra. Um, I have the phrase, I am, I can, I will. I just want to, I want you to fill that out for yourself. I am, I can, I will. Uh, and I'm going to switch it over to the screen. It's going to be you talking to you. So it's going to be like a mirror. Uh, but yeah, here you go. Oh, let me uh, get you up here. Uh, so I am, I can, I will. How would you fill that out for yourself? Okay. I would say I am smart. I will. Wait, is it I can? I, I can. Yeah, yeah. Can't I can't achieve anything that I that I want to. Um, I will always try to become a better uh, version of myself. For sure. Now you have a a little snippet of yourself if you ever need to be reminded in the future. As uh, you you telling you that. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on to the closeout questions. Um, okay. The first question is going to be a question from my previous guest. So shout out to Frankie. Uh, his question for you is, what brought you here? Oh, my friend, Nate. Uh, yeah. He um, told me about Dirty Four Questions. And I'm like, you know what? It would be cool to do a podcast. I always wanted to do one. For sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hit my goal of 2022. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> nice. No, no. You got it done in January. So that, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's yep. a big goal. Yeah, I was like, you know what? This is it. Um, I thought it was very different, this podcast, you know, because it's like you asking me questions, wanting to get to know me. It's not just because the podcast that I hear is just people going at it, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I thought this was really interesting. It was, I, th I think it's dope of you to do um, Dirty Book Questions podcast. Thank you, thank you, um, thank you, Nate, too, as well for for letting me know about this. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think uh, this this I appreciate you coming on. You're you're one of the building blocks of this podcast. I think everybody that comes on just helps push it a little further. Um, and you know, I, I don't know if Nate told you, but one of my goals is to try to interview every, as many people as I can to get that world record in the guinness world records of most people interviewed 
but if I ever get there, I'm going to put everyone's name on that <laughs> list. So we're, we're all in that book together. Uh, that would be an amazing accomplishment if, if we could get there. But uh, so thank you again, Jennifer. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to let my friends know about this podcast. Too. For sure. Yeah, if you, if you think of anyone that would find value in this and, you know, want to help, exp- you know, leave leave the future a piece of themselves i think that would right. be that'd be dope um next question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions um i have a lot of questions i would like to ask for the next next guest, the next guest. how do they see themselves in 10 years Got you. I'm just writing it down. Okay. So it's like, what well, what do they see themselves doing or becoming? Or becoming in ten years, yeah. Got you. Got you. Kind of want to ask you that right now. Well, uh, <laughs> for for you for yourself, ten years from now, are you uh you you um what's it called? Laying down the law. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. So, 10 years from now, I'll be 32. Um, hopefully, I'm married. Having my first kid. Hopefully, I already have my house. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, so, it, you have you ever served jury duty? No. Okay. Uh, I, I have. I think, like, I haven't had too many people, like, to talk to about it that would be interested in it. But, um, yeah, yeah, if you ever have... There was a... It was a murder case um and it was like yeah <laughs> it was intense um uh and like i just remember it happened at the worst possible time because i was starting a new job and <laughs> and i wanted to make a good impression and stuff and they were like nah yeah. jury duty uh so i had to miss <laughs> work for like a month <laughs> nice. oh wow yeah yeah uh I would say experience it. I don't know if that's if you want to be on that side or just know what a jury has to go through. Um, uh, I know what a jury has to go through. Uh, yeah, I, will, <laughs> I already know. <laughs> it's pretty boring. Um, yeah. But the case was like super crazy. And I, I just remember the interesting thing about the jury is like, you know, you talked about open minded people. I think they did a good job of getting a bunch of open minded people on, on the jury that I was with. Uh, it was very like oh no you gotta prove it to me like specifically because i can't i won't believe it until you tell me you know we have to all come to an agreement Uh, (laughs) but yeah it was it was quite the experience um and then my last question for you the question that ties everything together um 100 years from now your descendants are watching this video what would you like to tell them well i would like to tell them we've come a long way um whatever they're doing i'm very happy um and yeah for sure oh god 100 years you never know i mean that's that's could be you know two generations three generations down the road um i I just really hope that they are interested in this stuff Because yeah. I've been working on it, getting these people on the show. It's like hopefully they actually <laughs> want to want to get to know us. Um, but I think they will. I think 
that the more access to they have they have to this information because you know if, if we had this for our grandparents it's like why not watch a video about them just to see what they're like uh, right oh. yeah I wish yeah I wish to see what my ancestors look like you know I think one one day I believe one day we will find a way to connect with them as well and like you know give a hug or whatever dap it up um but yeah any last things you'd like to add any thank yous or shout outs to, to folks out there uh shout out to nate thank you so much for putting me on and uh a big thank you to you this was very interesting it was very nice it was very different so yeah keep doing keep doing these uh interviews they're amazing thank you um thank you jennifer i want to thank you again for for stopping by it was great to talk to you get to know you and definitely appreciate your time and interest in uh you know connecting us to the future um and i want to thank all the folks out there if you've been listening on spotify or apple podcasts or watching on youtube definitely appreciate your time as well remember to reach out reach forward as always much love And we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace.